Blog Talk Radio. If you were living in England or one of the American colonies 260 years ago, this date September 13, 1752 didn't exist. Neither did the 10 days preceding it. Instead, you would have gone to bed on the evening of September 2nd and woken up on the morning of September 14th. Eleven days had been effectively skipped over as part of the parliamentary measure that implemented the Gregorian calendar, aligning Britain and its overseas possessions with the rest of Western Europe. In most of the world today, people continue to track their days, months, and years using the centuries-old system, so chances are you are intimately familiar with its workings. Still, there are a few things about the Gregorian calendar that might come as a surprise. One the original goal of the Gregorian calendar was to change the date of Easter. In 1582, when Pope Gregory XIII introduced his Gregorian calendar, Europe adhered to the Julian calendar, first implemented by Julius Caesar in 46 BC. Since the Roman Emperor's system miscalculated the length of the solar year by 11 minutes, the calendar had since fallen out of sync with the seasons. This concerned Gregory because it meant that Easter, traditionally observed on March 21st, fell further away from the spring equinox with each passing year. Two leap years don't really occur every four years in the Gregorian calendar. The Julian calendar included an extra day in February every four years. But Aloysius Lilius, the Italian scientist who developed the system Pope Gregory would unveil in 1582, realized that the addition of so many days made the calendar slightly too long. He devised a variation that adds leap days and years divisible by four, unless the year is also divisible by 100. If the year is also divisible by 400, a leap day is added regardless. While this formula may sound confusing, it did resolve the lag created by Caesar's earlier scheme almost. 3. The Gregorian calendar differs from the solar year by 26 seconds per year. Despite Lilius' ingenious method for syncing the calendar with the seasons, his system is still off by 26 seconds. As a result, in the years since Gregory introduced his calendar in 1582, a discrepancy of several hours has arisen. By the year 4909, the Gregorian calendar will be a full day ahead of the solar year. For some Protestants viewed the Gregorian calendar as a Catholic plot. Though Pope Gregory's papal bull reforming the calendar had no power beyond the Catholic Church, Catholic countries including Spain, Portugal and Italy swiftly adopted the new system for their civil affairs. European Protestants, however, largely rejected the change because of its ties to the papacy, fearing it was an attempt to silence their movement. It wasn't until 1700 that Protestant Germany switched over, and England held out until 1752. Orthodox countries clung to the Julian calendar until even later, and their national churches have never embraced Gregory's reforms. 5. Britain's adoption of the Gregorian calendar sparked riots and protest maybe. 
According to some accounts, English citizens did not react kindly after an act of parliament advanced the calendar overnight from September 2 to September 14, 1752. Rioters supposedly took to the streets, demanding that the government give us our 11 days. However, most historians now believe that these protests never occurred or were greatly exaggerated. On the other side of the Atlantic, meanwhile, Benjamin Franklin welcomed the change, writing, It is pleasant for an old man to be able to go to bed on September 2nd, and not have to get up until September 14. Six before the Gregorian calendar's adoption, the English New Year began on March 25th, or Lady Day. Julius Caesar's calendar reform of 46 BC instituted January 1st as the first of the year. During the Middle Ages, however, European countries replaced it with days that carried greater religious significance, such as December 25th, the anniversary of Jesus' birth, and March 25th, the Feast of the Annunciation. The latter, known as Lady Day because it celebrates the Virgin Mary, marked the beginning of the year in Britain until January 1, 1752.
Five Footstone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and I just want to thank every single one of you. Y'all may not know this or not, but this is my fourth show tonight in one night. It is literally 9.37. We're just starting this show because I've had trouble four times. So uh, I do apologize for those of you who have been hanging on all, going through all, every one of those shows. But we're going to get this, this information out one way or the other. Again, this is my fourth try at trying to record this show. It's supposed to start at 8 o'clock and it's 9.37. But I'm going to go ahead and, and not shortchange it. We're going to repeat everything. Those of you that have heard this before, please be patient. But I want to remind everyone to, again, follow, follow Five Stones, uh, folks. This is the only uh, thing, really, that bloggers get. This way you can let us know truly how much of a blessing we've been to you. Uh, as you know, on this particular network, we've been sharing information since 2011. So, again, follow the show. All you have to do is click on that follow button, and it'll ask you to sign it to YouTube, excuse me, Facebook or Twitter, and it'll send the reminders to your uh Facebook and Twitter page. It will not mess with your settings or send you junk mail. We'll just let you know we're on. In the meantime, it really is a big thing to support us, and uh, it really helps with blog talking and, and, uh, and so forth. Uh, it helps. Those of us who do blogs, really, this is our bread and butter. So, tonight, what's going on tonight? Tonight, I sent this out earlier to many of you, and I know some of you clicked on the link and you didn't get the show because, again, it didn't work, and so you did get the front page though, and you did see the title, and you clicked on a delayed show. But this, so this is this is the right place. It's just that that link won't work now since we canceled that show. So listen, what do we have going on tonight? Tonight, tonight. Boy, I tell you, it's been a, a I have never experienced this. Oh my goodness. Okay, folks, listen. Tonight we're going to be talking about. Uh, New Year's Day. Today is New Year's for many of you. Today is New Year's. Um, those of you that celebrate, I mean, some of you don't celebrate. And that's what we're going to be talking about. So many of our brothers and sisters who really want to please the Most High don't know what to do on this day. Many of them think that it's a sin to acknowledge the New Year. Uh, but yet, you got to work in America. Come on, folks. You got to work in America. You got to, some of you run your own business, and you can't go putting uh, March 25th on there. I know that was the old New Year. And by the way, did y'all happen to pick up the fact that that old New Year is very much similar to the Hebraic New Year? Go figure. I said the old New Year, which was the 25th of March is very close to that new moon uh, that comes around the first, uh, when barley is ripened, which is what the Father told the Israelites, when that barley ripened, barley is a harvest. When that particular harvest ripened, it's called barley, you were to, um, in the course of new moon, you, you, certain days from that would be the Passover. Y'all bear with me. I'm doing 15 things at one time. I'm literally still typing and creating the show with, with the photos and everything because of what happened. So bear with me here. You don't have 100% yet. But check this out. I know y'all will be blessed by this. So listen, when y'all see us celebrating New Year's come March, the end of March coming up, just know that the Hebrew Israelites, not that we need um, – Europe to tell us anything or to validate anything, but just know we ain't cuckoo. Was the first of the year for the planet for a long, long, long time. Okay? And you heard the, the lady earlier in the intro talk about how um, the Gregorian, uh, this was a Gregorian move. 
that happened. Uh, when, when the Pope Gregory sought to change this on his own, and so um, to, many feel like he did that. And I'm going to read some of the information here in a second about this. But many felt like he this move was done to change the uh, New Year from March to uh, or the first of uh, January uh, was because he wanted Easter to to uh, uh, be put around March, the end of March. And uh, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But folks, listen, um, just make sure everything is okay here. We got a hot one coming at you tonight. I kid you now, we have a hot one coming tonight. And what I'm going to do is we, for sure we're going to go to 11 o'clock. I don't know if we're going to go over because, folks, I really do have to go to work tonight. And I can't believe this happened. I mean, really, I'm almost an hour. Well, I am almost two hours late. So we're going to go as long as we can with information. I'm just going to kind of talk a little faster because of my time sake. But uh, I'm not going to shortchange. I'm going to get everything, all these notes out. And uh, it'll be just as strong as that intro that we had earlier from the young lady. That was very powerful. I know y'all was blessed by her earlier, talking about the the uh, history there. But listen, I want to address. Uh, 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 well, just forgot one little thing. Uh, if any of you can't forget this, if any of you want to hear any of the old broadcasts, please know to go to Five Smooth Songs. Excuse me. Go to Google and type in um, the word, the phrase, Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Songs, and you can get any of the almost 400 shows we've done. Um, we talk about topics just like this and other topics as well. Uh, so, again, if you want any of last week's show or any of the previous almost 400 shows, remember, go to Blog Talk Radio and uh, type in Blog Talk Radio, Five Smooth Songs. Okay, and you'll be able to get all of those shows. All right, and don't forget if you got since we are doing a show late, you might as well just go ahead and let friends and family know we're on. You can text this, uh, you can text them or or send this link that I sent to many of you earlier to them. Even though they won't get the show, they'll get the front page and they'll be able to see the topic, and then they'll know to click on that uh, on the topic and they'll get the show that way. Again, send this link uh, uh, to friends and family that might be at this time of night. Uh, again, because we're going to hit some very serious, serious things tonight. And, and just by the fact that we've been bumped off, what, three times, four times? This is the fourth time trying this show. That I'll let you all know what kind of warfare we're dealing with. Again, this is the fourth try to, to, to uh, do the show tonight. Okay, so here we go. I just want to first start off by uh, letting everyone know uh, that I'm going to be reading from uh, a website. I ran across something. You've got to check this out. It's by it's www.slideshare.net uh, by a gentleman named Charles Martle. Uh, if you just type in that, uh, Google that. Don't don't try to type in the address. Just type in. It's called the it's Satan Origin of the Greco-Roman Calendar. Satanic origin of the Greco-Roman calendar. So let me just start off by saying I said earlier at the beginning of the previous shows I got to remember to not, you know, got to remember what I to say everything over again. Um, earlier when I when we again had to cancel the show I said uh, Happy uh, New Year's to those that observe the New Year's. And I want to explain why I would say happy to something that we know has its origin in sin and evil 
and paganism, and that was an agenda to derail humanity from the feast days, the holy days of the Most High. Why you, Brother Seth, would say Happy New Year's? Why you, Brother Seth, would wish someone well that acknowledging this Greco, uh, this Gregorian calendar? Number one is this. When the holy men of the scriptures that we all look up to went into various towns and regions, they adhered to whatever those days were as they could have never got nothing done. They paid the price for whatever they was wanting to buy according to that system as they would have been thrown in jail. Okay? They acknowledged their time frame or how they calculated time from what we can tell in the scriptures. It's just that when you have to work with evil people's money system and you go into another country, you got to translate your money to their money, you just keep your God and your principles and your morals center stage. And you don't do anything to offend your God, your Elohim. The Bible says this. The, the, the scripture says that the Messiah said to the disciples, lend them to Caesar what is Caesar's. This America system, the way they calculate days, is by the Gregorian calendar. You can hate it. You can love it. But that is the way it is if you're going to do business in America. So, I want to say, when I say Happy New Year's, I'm saying I wish happiness to all of you that observe or don't observe. I'm just saying I wish happiness to anybody listening. I just wish the best for you this time slot we call the Gregorian New Year. Just because Gregory, Pope Gregory, decided to hijack you know, March 25th, <coughs> excuse me, it doesn't mean we don't work on that day or we don't say what this government calls Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Friday, Friday. Let me explain it like this, because I got brothers and sisters again, they are trying their best to be the most high, and I, and I respect the heck out of them more than anybody. They are trying their best to follow the Father's Ruach, uh, uh, and they're trying to adhere to his commandments and his laws, and they don't want to have nothing to do with Christmas. They don't want nothing to do with Easter. They don't want to have nothing to do with any of the paganism that's in any of these holidays. So when I did a show talking about Christmas, they had trouble with me. And this is not just about that. This has been going on for many, many years. And I've been talking about this forever, so just know that. But people don't understand. Again, there are churches that have services where there was no gifts being exchanged. And they were singing Christmas carols to the Most High. There's houses where there's no gifts exchanged. And they were singing praise. And I know believers, and some of them are Israelites, some of them are just regular Christians or whatever, and they have trouble with any kind of celebration uh, on that day. They say you're paying homage to a, a false god, paganism. 
And I just want us to have a little fireside chat tonight as long as this show going to run. Again, we'll probably go to 11 at the longest, folks, because of the, what happened. All right, so Brother Seth's going to have to do a short show tonight if he never, ever had did one because we're just now starting this show. But I'm going to be talking 100 miles an hour because of that. So what I'm going to say to you is this. I want the brothers and sisters that call yourself Hebrew Israelites and those of you that are believers or Christians, those of you that are just trying to obey the Father as best you know, I want to talk to you tonight about this paganism. Brother Seth does not believe in doing anything unto a foreign Elohim or God. I don't believe in doing anything to a false God, a false deity. But I also have gotten wisdom over the years to understand that everything in America is paganism, seem like. You would have to live off of a grid. You would have to call your days day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven, and never ever say the word Monday again because you are talking about, when you say the word Monday, are you aware, brothers and sisters, that are trying your best to obey the Most High. Are you aware that Monday has been devoted to the Moon Day? It's, it means Moon Day, and it's, had, it's the origin of it is it was named in honor of an Assyrian goddess, Selene or Selena, or also Luna, as well as Manny. This is a, an Assyrian goddess. This is where Monday comes from. So you'd have to never say Monday. Tuesday was named, uh, the meaning of Tuesday means the day of Mars. In its origin, in Greek mythology, Ares was the god of war, renamed Mars by the Romans. In English, Tuesday comes from Tui, T-I-U, or T-W-I-A, however you pronounce that. Again, in English... Tuesday comes from Tui, T-I-U, if I'm pronouncing it right, or either you can spell it T-W-I-A. That's where you get Tuesday from. It's not talking about the the, the, the Elohim of Israel. You're going to stop saying Tuesday. What about Wednesday? The day of Mercury is uh, for the goddess renamed by the, Mer the Romans Mercury. Okay? I'm very, very serious. All of the days of the week have its origin in paganism. Great old Romans guard, you're not only paying homage to another god, but you're paying homage to white supremacy. What was Africa doing? What was the non-white nations of the world doing? What did they call their months, years, before these people took over the world? What was they calling their months? Do you call them by that? My point is, everything about America is paganism. So what we have to do as believers, wise believers, is first and foremost, in our spirit, turn our life over to the Father, really truly have a rebirth in our spirit. And then our mind shall, should follow where we are supposed to be uh, conforming our minds to the knowledge of, the, of Christ, because he was our example of how to please Yah of Israel, okay? Because, again, you cannot function in this country without using these pagan names. 
you're going to be you're going to sound very strange if we stuck you back in biblical times. They wouldn't know what you're talking about. Talking about all of these pagan names again. Thursday uh, was uh, in Greek mythology. Zeus uh, was the god of the sky, renamed Jupiter by the Romans. The English word for Thursday comes from the Middle English word Thursday. T H O R S D A Y. Friday. Uh, many of you know about Friday. Uh, this name comes from Freya. Uh, the name of the Norse god Odin, O-D-I-M, uh, Odin. That was Odin's wife. Excuse me. Uh, again, so it's the meaning of uh, uh, Friday means the day of Venus. Okay, as far as its origin in Greek mythology, uh, Aphrodite was the goddess of love, fertility, renamed Venus by the Romans. The name Friday comes from Freya, F-R-E-Y. Or it can be spelled F R I A, the name of the Norse god, uh, Odin's wife. Okay? And then Saturday, uh, many of you know about uh, the Romans renamed uh, the Greco mythology. Cronus, uh, which was the god of the harvest, was renamed Saturn by the Romans. And uh, that's where we get the word Saturday from. So and then January, uh, uh, like I was saying, I don't. Well, I probably wasn't saying because I've done this again. I've done four shows of trying to do this one, four remakes. But I did mention earlier at some point that Janus was the name of January. Where we get our January from? Janus. I'm telling the truth, folks. This is where we get January from. February comes from um, February. For, uh, if I can pronounce this. Fabrius. Let me spell it. F e b r u a i r u s. Okay, this was uh, um, um, just like I said. What are you gonna do? What, what are you What are you gonna do? March with all of these homage to 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 uh, various deities and and, and and just basically white supremacy, Europeans. That was trying to re, redefine everything. And if they have to ask yourself this question, brothers and sisters, if they have the wherewithal to redefine and rename everything, why come we don't take the same? Uh, uh, why don't we have the same backbone and do the same? Why do we feel like things are stuck in stone just because they say something? So this is why why I say to people, don't be alarmed when you see us during the time of the Hebrew New Year saying this is the New Year. Just know. We have the power to define. We, at some point, you have we have to not act as slaves and act as a free people. And this is what free people do: they redefine things, just like these Europeans did. Okay, so, um, but I want to go on and just mention uh, name a few more things. Again, February uh, has its origin uh, with uh, the word F E B R U A, which is a Roman festival of purification held on February the 15th. It is possible of uh, Saban origin uh, became the month of Pluto. I'll re-read that again. Okay? The origin, February origin, is called Februa, F-E-B-R-U-I-A, is the Roman festival of purification held on February the 15th. It is possible of Saban Origin. It is possible of Saban origin. It has its uh, Saban origin. Okay, became the month of Pluto. Okay, my notes here. That's what it says here. And then uh, March, with uh, regards to March, March was the original beginning of the year and the time of the resumption of war. 
Mars is the Roman god of war. He is identified with the Greek god Ares. Okay? And then April, um, many of you probably know about April. I think I've heard this before. April was sacred to the goddess Venus, her veneralia being held on the first day. One more time. April. The Latin word for April is Aprilis. Aprilis means to open, to open. April was sacred to the goddess Venus. Her veneralia being held on the first day, whatever that means. I don't know. I ain't going to plan to know all of this. I just know that this is Greco-Roman worship. Okay, and then May, May have its origin, uh, was the name of the Greek goddess Maya, Maya, M-A-I-A, who was identified with the Roman goddess of fertility. Um, Bonadia was a festival held in May, okay? And then June, uh, Latin word for June is Junius, J-U-N-I-U-S, Junius, named after the Greco-Roman goddess Juno, goddess of marriage and the wife of Jupiter. Can y'all believe that one? And then July, Julius Caesar, my very easy. And we know about Julius Caesar. Well, July was named after him, and August, of course, was named after Caesar Augustus, Caesar Augustus a month. So I mean, y'all probably know about those two. But then the rest of the year, September, October, November, December, means month of seven. seven uh, that's September, the month of eight. October, the month of nine. November, the month of ten for December. Now, why says those instead of 12, December should be the month of 12, but it does say here the month of 10, and for November the month of 9, and for October the month of 8, and for September the month of 7. That's what I've gotten from my research, folks. And so, y'all look at the slideshow. Everything, all I did was just read the slideshow that I sent to many of you on this show's promo. Okay, so if you want that rewind it. Uh, you can always rewind the show. These shows are recorded, or you may simply look at the slideshow that I sent many of you. So, folks, listen. Um, I want to um, put a person on the spot because I know he has to go, and that's brother, our brother um, Patrick. And the only reason why I'm doing it because I've had to call him several times. So, Brother Patrick, I'm coming at you. I want to know what you think of this information because I know you have to run a little bit in your words, your information, because uh, we used to study together, me and this brother, and I know that he is going to give me a, he's going to be a straight shooter on this. But uh, I just I, I can't help but to, 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 to talk about this tonight. I was going to cancel this show, but I kept thinking about all the confusion about when we when we worship, when we don't worship, and and at some point, folks, we got to understand. You, you you're you're in Babylon and it's not you're not in the kingdom, you're in Babylon. We're in the kingdom in the spirit. But in the natural we have to work with a, a corrupt money system. We've got to literally touch corrupt money. We're gonna to have to be saying the gods of of Greco Roman when we say things like July, yes, we're nearly saying Julius Caesar, but we have to say July. If you don't nobody's gonna know what you're talking about, you can't do no business. So I just want to say to the brothers and sisters that are, are that are trying to clean out their life from all of this corruption, I think what's going to help us all is grace, number one, but that the Father is a loving Father. He's a loving Elohim. He loves us, and he knows we was going to be put in captivity, and he knows we was going to be having to go through what we go through in our lives 
and again captivity to to to, to in some regards meaning our nation. But again, if we obey the Father household, to one household, one person at a time, we don't have to experience uh, bondage and, and setbacks and, and pain. I mean, we're gonna have pain because of our nation because we won't be able to have that nation if they're in rebellion, according to Moshe or Moses. But individually, our brother says, never have, never will preach that we're just curse, 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 and you can't get out of it. No, we are blessed, blessed, blessed. That's why I said happy New Year's to those that are really trying and seeking to be happy. I wish you, I bid you happiness for the next 365 days. I just don't acknowledge that this is the beginning of the year for myself and my belief system. It's not. But it is a day, and if you want to, within whatever day, whatever the name, whatever the tag, if you want to seek the Most High, yes, I bid you happy, happy, happy. Not so much homage to Gregory, uh, the Greco Romans. I don't people say, oh, y'all being so technical. And no, this is very serious. This is very serious, folks. There are people that want to change the days of the, of the month, the days of the year, the month of the year, the days of the week to get worship. They wanted humanity to worship them. So when we say, August the 3rd, August the 4th, we will be paying homage to them long after they're dead. They change the month. There are people that change the days of the week so we can be paying homage to their belief system. It's serious. But again, the Father knows when we call on him what we're saying. When we say Jesus, he knows who we mean because that wasn't his name. He knows what we mean when we're saying day, when we're saying August the third. We're not trying to pay homage to no August. Then we don't even know him. We don't know him. We don't know Julius Caesar. Well, maybe the powers that be might look at it and go, "Ha, look at them! They're paying for whatever." But in our hearts, we don't give a flute about Julius Caesar. We're just trying to do business on July first or July third or July fourth. So we just go to the phone lines and bring on a brother who I know. Have done research along these lines, and uh, if not, he—I know he has number one, but I would love to know what he has to say about it. Um, and that is a brother, uh, Malachi, Pastor Malachi, all the way forward, Texas. I'm going to open up his line. He didn't ask to. Hopefully, he's there. Apostle uh, Malachi, are you there? Yeah. Hey, brother. Uh, what do you think of what you're hearing tonight? And uh, just give me a little quick, because I know you got to go in a little bit. That it's just late hours for you. So again, I apologize to everybody. We have to cancel this show three, four times, three times. This is our fourth try. So, what do you think about what you've heard so far, please? And speak up because your line is really low. Well, it's um. Again, we can't hear you, brother. I've got to speak up a little bit, please. What about now? No, you sound far away. Just speak up a little bit. of the Bible, we have to understand it doesn't necessarily go off of the uh, Gregorian calendar, but I am uh, in, uh, uh, glad to know that uh, I didn't know that the uh, the Julius 
Caesar calendar uh, almost starts like the Hebrew calendar in March. Yeah. That's something that's very interesting. Absolutely. Isn't that something? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because, brother, just, and I want, to finish, I want you to finish, but it makes sense because, think about it, it's the winter. So at the end of the winter, spring, everything is fresh and brand new. And some people have, I've even heard that that's when the Messiah was born. I had a gentleman that really went into this on uh, this presentation. Maybe I can find it and let everybody know who he was. But he laid that thing out pretty good, and he got me almost convinced it was in the it was March, you know. But but go ahead, brother. But that that really too shocked me. But go ahead. You there? Brother, hello? I think we lost Brother Pat some kind of way. You know what happens when uh, we lose you? I think he can't call back now. But anyway, folks, he was uh, is saying pretty much what I thought about it. And I've been, actually, I've mentioned it several times on this show that uh, why would you celebrate New Year's at the in the middle of winter? Y'all have heard me say it, right, over the years? Well, folks... It turns out that, uh, according to the Julian uh, uh, calendar, that they that's what they did. They celebrate the New Year's in March, the end of March, when it's springtime. And like I said, I saw a gentleman do a presentation where the Messiah, he felt like the Messiah was actually born around that time. So we'll look more into that later on, and maybe I can, like I said earlier, I may be able to find the presentation and, and give you all the information as the show progresses. But... Again, folks, you can listen to Five Foot Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and again, we're talking about the Gregorian New Year's, the Gregorian New Year, and it, this is a Gregorian New Year special, okay? And I don't know if I read the show description, but since I've got a few more people in the, in the uh, chat room, and uh, I'll go ahead and um, read the show's description because I don't know who all got this and who all didn't. All right, so since we got new people, let me just go ahead and read this. But earlier, I sent this to many of you. It says, the Gregorian New Year special. And I went on to say, millions are looking forward for a prosperous New Year. So I'm making resolutions. Some of you, some of you, you know, some of you are making resolutions. And, uh, and I think it's a good thing if you can keep them, by the way. It's just that everybody can't keep them. But if you can keep them, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. But many of you are making uh, New Year's resolutions and uh, for the next 365 days. Although these moves to better oneself is powerful on any level, I went on to say, did you know that New Year's was once under the Julian calendar celebrated March 25th, similar to the Hebrew calendar, uh, till it was converted to the Gregorian calendar? And I went on to say, tonight we look at the evolution of the New Year, also the origin of months, uh, uh, i.e., January, named after the goddess Janus, and uh, the origin of our days of the week, and for instance, uh, i.e. Saturday, named after the goddess Saturn. And I went on to say, however, this is only one of many topics for this exciting, fun, yet informative blog program. So tonight we'll be talking about that. And uh, I want to go ahead and uh, play another little clip I had to and this is this gentleman's gonna be going a little bit faster than the intro than than what the sister did on the intro, uh, but he is really hitting some key points with regards to 
our uh, these holidays. I mean, he's a little young guy, and uh, he's going super fast. But you'll get the, get the gist of how the powers that be really jacked up these days by this little intro that's no more than about three minutes. So I want y'all to tell me what you think of this. I hate we lost the brother because I know he does research along these lines. And um, but anyway, check this out. This is a again. This is it's only about three or four minutes, and this gentleman is just going through. A, he calls it a short history of modern of the modern calendar. But this is powerful. Check this out, and we'll be right back, folks. So why do we celebrate January 1st as the new year? Why are half of our months named after numbers and the other after Roman religious practices and leaders? Have we always counted days, weeks, months, and years like this? What's with that Mayan calendar thing? There were a number of calendars in early human history. You had the Hebrew calendar, the Egyptian calendar, the Greek calendar, Chinese calendar, Babylonian calendar, and others. The one we use today in the Western world originated from the Roman calendar. Incidentally, the early Roman calendar evolved from that of the Greeks. It was basically a lunar calendar with an extra month inserted every so often to keep the months in step with the seasons. They were named Martius, Aprilis, Maya, Junius, Quintilis, Sextilis, September, October, November, December, Januarius, and Februarius. These names have pretty much been the same since the past 2,500 years. Unlike today, the Roman year began with March. The calendar consisted of 355 days, which was about 12 lunar months. The intercalary month, Mercedonius, was added when needed at the end of February. So when that happened, February was shortened to 23 days. Julius Caesar took it upon himself to bring the calendar in line with the seasons. He ordered three intercalary months should be added at the end of the year, and rearranged the length of the months, giving them their present duration. He eventually rejected the lunar month entirely and adopted the solar year, which had an average length of 365.25 days. The four-year leap year cycle was added to resolve the 25th of a day. The reforms took place on January 1, 45 BCE. This changed the beginning of the year from March 1st to January 1st as we know it today. The calendar was called the Julian calendar for obvious reasons. The seven-day week was followed by Judaism and Islam. The week was set around a day of rest and religious practices. Romans didn't have a day of rest, so their eight-day week cycled around market days. Eventually, astrologers assigned a planet to rule each of the 24 hours of the day in a continual sequence. This led to the Roman seven-day cycle. Saturn, the Sun, Moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, and Venus became Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The names of the first six months are partially derived through the fact that certain Roman gods had feast days or time centered around them. For example, Janus was the god of beginning, so January was used for the name of the first month of the year. The month of March was the time that soldiers would begin war, so it was named after the god of war, Mars. The other two months were named after Roman leaders, and the rest of the months were just named after the number of the months that they were. October, 8th month. November, 9th month. The Julian calendar was simple, which made everything seem fine and dandy, but there was a small problem, a problem that added up every year. The 365.25 day year is 11 minutes and 15 seconds longer than the true length of the tropical year. After 128 years, the season begins a whole day earlier. The Egyptians, Greeks, and Romans didn't have an issue with days not lining up perfectly, but the Christian church did. You see, they wanted to make sure that the religious holidays they celebrated were on their actual days. Pope Gregory XIII took it upon himself to resolve this problem and came up with the Gregorian calendar. The changes he enacted resolved the shift at the beginning of each year, set a standard for the length of a year in days, minutes, and seconds, among other things. The changes were not accepted in England and the British colonies in America until 1752. By then, the English calendar was off by 11 days compared to the calendar of continental Europe. Because of this, dates of events such as the timeline of historical figures will often have two dates. The Gregorian is called the New Style and the Julian the Old Style. 
The birth of Isaac Newton was the 25th of December, 1642, in accordance with the old style, but was the 4th of January, 1643, in accordance to the new style. In the Middle Ages, New Year's celebrations were abolished due to their pagan origins, but the celebrations were started again in 1582. The modern calendar can't be credited to one specific person. It's pretty much the Gregorian calendar, but with an addition of dates for Christian celebrations and the way years are numbered. Oh, and about the 2012 Mayan prophecy stating the end of the world, don't worry about that, it's a bunch of bunk. Israelites, if you've woke up, 
you have awakened. You have awakened as to your true identity as Israelites, and you're trying to obey the Most High. You're trying to follow His commandments, and you don't want to have nothing to do with anything paganism. And so, especially you get your magnifying glass out uh, and your 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 white gloves out during Christmas, Easter, Halloween. And uh, you cannot stomach anybody that do anything on those days. Tonight's show is not to beat you up, but to encourage you to keep those gloves on and to keep that microscope out and that to see it's truly not a four times a week event, but it's an everyday, all day thing that you, my friend, too, are involved in. Paganism, uh, uh, a worship of whites. Worship white supremacy. You in a system. You in Babylon, and so you had better uh, for yourself and for those you're trying to judge. Remember the grace that we all need, and to remember that the definition of sin is when a man know to do something he don't do it. Okay, and so when you say the word August the first, as you do business, as you. Uh, fill out forms as you run your business, as you as you just live. I mean, come on, folks. When we call on that name, August, July, we we we're not in our heart paying any homage to Julius Caesar, uh, Saint August, Saint Augustus. We are just simply calling a time. We're just calling out a block of mark block of time is all we're doing. If you can't be that understanding, I know you're that understanding about yourself. And when you when you say August, and when you say moon, uh, 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 and when you're talking about the moon god and and all of these various deities, when you say it, of course you don't want anybody coming behind you and saying you're worshiping any of these deities, but yet you're in the middle of it. You're writing their names down, Monday, Monday, Tuesday. So this is where we have to rely on grace and mercy and and, 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 and the Father looking at our heart to understand exactly what we're saying. And, and if you understand that, you should understand people on the day of Christmas who want to pay homage to their Savior and they're singing Christmas carols and they're worshiping. You know, again, most people are doing exactly as you say. They're caught up. They're caught up in materialism. Now, those will continue to to, to try to correct in love and, and, and try to inform our people and, and try to be patient with people, but wake them up, you know, because that is paganism for real. They don't even have Christ the center. But it's not just on a December the, the 25th we need to be saying something. It's throughout their life, every day of their life, if they're, if they're constantly caught up in paganism and, 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 and their money going to something that, 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 that under, you know, that sets them back, you and I should be talking about that as hard as you do on these four or five holidays throughout the year. It's kind of hypocritical is what I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters. So I wanted to do this show tonight to really nail this down, and I don't know why this show messed up four times. This is my fourth time doing this show, and I think it's because of this information that I'm sharing is so vital for people to understand, so vital for people to understand and to get a a crystal clear angle on uh, I just, you know, I don't understand it. Why we can't see that it's truly about the heart, about the spirit. 
again, if you take out your gloves and you're going to talk about people that celebrate Christmas, and even though they're calling on Christ on that day and they're trying to say, as we did last show, we we made Christ the center of that show. We, when we, we we made Christ the center of even our own my own personal Christmas. Okay, when you got people doing these things, and, and some of you Israelites and some of you believers or Christians, you're condemning them. Just remember that every day, all day, you're paying homage to a foreign goddesses, Greco goddesses. You're paying homage to yes, my friend, even white supremacy. And you know that you have got to function in this in this world, in this society, in order to do this. So let, let me do this, because I want to go ahead and mention some other things that's so powerful. Um, folks, I don't know if you know it or not, but the, general, the lady said it pretty much on the first intro, and that is Pope Gregory really and truly had some uh, desire to move and she did a great job, and I would go with what she said, even over what I'm saying, because she was more thorough than I'm going to be, because I'm not going to make this whole show out about Pope Gregory. But some key things about this Pope, and that is that, um, let me just first back up here and just define the word equinox, equinox, because I'm going to use it here in a minute, and I want everybody to know what I'm talking about. When I mention equinox in a little bit, equinox is when, it's equally the same amount of day, uh, the time of the day as it is the time of the night. It only happens like once a year. Uh, actually, I think twice a year. Uh, there is uh, something called the uh, an equinox of uh, vernal equinox, which happens in the spring, and then there is a uh, a, a tomo, uh, autumn uh, autumn autumn if I pronounce it right, autumnal. <laughs> Yes, the autumnal equinox that happens in the fall. Now, the uh, vernal equinox uh, for the spring, again, this is when it's equally a, a day, when you have uh, in a day the same amount of night as you do day. I thought it was always the same, but it's not true. It's only one twice a year, and this is called the equinox, okay? So it's when the sun is directly over the Equator is when the sun is exactly right above the equator. And, uh, again, it's happened twice a year. And so the spring equinox happens around March 20th. And so Pope, this Pope Gregory wanted to make sure that Easter would happen around the spring equinox or around Easter. Excuse me. He wanted to have Easter, because uh, it used to be that Easter, okay, it used to be the first of the year was around the first, around uh, March 20th, or late March, as what we call March today. This was when the New Year's was, and it's like I said earlier, uh, and I'm, I, if I did say it earlier, y'all please forgive me, because again, I've done four shows, I've been talking, I've repeated this four
of the year in the middle of winter. It just sounds so crazy to me. And so when I heard this information, I was like really jumping up and down because, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of us want to know when things happen correctly, the birth of Christ, all these things. We don't want to worship that day or nothing like that, but we just would like to know, you know, why do we celebrate the New Year's in the middle of the winter? And now we understand that this was actually uh, an evil plot to get Easter to be uh, around the first of the year, what used to be called the first of the year, which is around March, the end of March. This Pope wanted Easter to fall around that time. See how people are? See, and it's because of this goddess we talked about earlier, um, March. Uh, and, and this is what was going on. Again, people having these secret religions going on and, and homage, paying homage to these deities. And he wanted his deity um, uh, to be paid. He wanted homage paid to uh, this goddess, uh God of war, and he wanted Easter around this time. Um, bear with me, everybody. Here, I'm just trying to do something here. I want, I want to give y'all my undivided attention. Okay, okay. So, Pope Gregory wanted the uh, first of the year moved from March, what we know as March, to January. Okay, and uh, uh, and so that's that's what I meant to say. I want to correct what I was saying earlier about March. Just just erase everything I said the last two minutes. Wasn't looking at my notes. I was just trying to read that out of the top of my head. So again, this pope changed the uh, first of the year, which was around the end of March, to the first of January. And uh, I want to read some things that y'all I think you would appreciate. And I think all of this will make a lot better sense if I can just share this with you real quick. Now, this is a satanic thing for sure, uh, this Gregorian calendar. I know we have to live by it, unfortunately, but I just want everybody to know for sure this is an evil, evil thing. Uh, the goal, uh, what I was trying to say earlier, was the goal of Pope Gregory VIII in, in 1582. The goal was the update the Julian calendar, to have Easter fall on March or the vernal equinox around March the 20th. That's what I was trying to say earlier when I was stumbling with my notes here. But I have my notes. I'm looking at this now. Again, the Pope Gregory the Eighth in 1582, his goal was to update the Julian calendar to where Easter would fall on the vernal Equinox. Now he know in his mind that the vernal equinox are March the 21st again when the sun is directly over the equator, and uh, this equal amount of time of night as it is day. This is when the world, for the for the most part of it, from my understanding, celebrated the New Year, including the Hebrews, which is probably where they got it from, you know. But anyway, this wicked pope wanted Easter to fall around this time because of his devotion to Easter. And maybe we'll get into that a little deeper. So y'all just go and research these names and and uh, research the vernal equinox and, and also type the word, the name Pope 
Gregory, you'll get to see a lot more reading on this. This is just kind of wet your tongue, and then y'all can go and do more research on this Pope Gregory VIII. And I will go ahead and say this also about um, this Pope. I know his name is Pope, but I don't think he really was a good Pope. Uh, you know, I think his, his he had a wicked desire to, to get people away from the, the feast days and the holy days and to get us... Um, uh, calling on foreign deities, Greco-Roman gods, when we're trying to uh, seek the Most High. I don't believe he was a servant of, the, of Christ or the Most High at all. And uh, I think that this Greco-Roman calendar uh, was inspired by Satan. And uh, like this gentleman who did this little paper I'm, I'm reading from, this is one of my sources. Again, uh, gave y'all the information. Well, no, I didn't. Let's see here. I want to give y'all what I'm actually looking at here. This gentleman did a very good job with this slide presentation. As a matter of fact, this is the information. Again, uh, this show is to provide tools for you. So make a note of this, www.slideshare.net, and his name is Charles... Martel, M-A-R-T-E-L. And what I would like for you to do is go ahead and add to that Google search. It's best to do it on Google. Just just don't try to type in that uh, www, that, that URL. Just simply Google slideshare.net Charles Martel and the Satan origin of the Gregorian calendar. I think you may can just even type in that and make it, get it just on that title. But this gentleman does a very good job. We're going thorough into this. I've heard over the years bits and pieces, but no one ever laid it out quite like this gentleman does in this presentation. That's what I'm quoting tonight. So, again, I want to welcome everyone to this uh, broadcast on the Fossil Stone Network. Brother Seth is just sharing uh, a little history about this date, uh, January the 1st, uh, where did it come from, as well as the dates, uh, the days of the week as well as the months of the year and kind of how our calendar uh, has been tampered with, how time, as uh, Daniel, the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 25, speaks of how that man, wicked men, uh, those that rule over Israel and really the world, would seek to change the days and times, how that scripture has been fulfilled. Now, while we... Uh, uh, don't pay homage to these people. We have to work within these days. We have to work within this time frame. We have to say Julius, uh, July. We have to say August the 1st, August this day. Uh, my birthday was on February. We have to say this, but, but, but brothers and sisters, don't get bent out of shape and think that you're paying homage to anything. You're just calling on a specific block of time to do business or technology, this, that, and the other. We have no interest in Julius Caesar when we say July, St. Augustus when we talk about August. We have no interest in any of these Greco-Romans, any of the white supremacy that was originally set up for humanity to follow. So I want to just say that. And so just remember that, though, when you see brothers and sisters keeping Christmas and they're not into materialism, they're not into putting up all of this, uh, these, again, they're just not into pagan worship. If they are worshiping the, the Most High, or his son, even, give people a break, you know, 
mean, many of you so what people might go out and spend a couple hundred dollars on gifts and stuff and may lose uh I'm not saying it's a good thing, they may lose uh focus of Christ. How much money do you spend on things you know you don't need? How much how, how much? How much? Money do you spend on things, cars you don't need, houses, inflated houses? How much thousands and thousands of dollars and some of you millions of dollars do you blow? And you're talking about people that celebrate some some holidays four times a year? So this is what I mean by, uh, this is what I want to have this show tonight, and I press so hard with four tries now to do this show, because I want our brothers and sisters to not be in bondage Understand, have a heart after the Most High, and as long as your heart is truly after Him and you're trying your best to live for Him, we've got to operate in this system. So did the, patri- the patriarchs, our fourth parents. They had to operate in Babylon. They had to operate in Syria. They had to, op- they had to operate in, in Rome. They had to adhere to laws and, and, and how they did things, but they continue to try to keep the most high, their focus, while they was in Babylon, while they was in Egypt. So let's just not confuse this and think you're not supposed to ever say July or August or Monday or Tuesday or I mean, come on, folks. Again, if somebody's on Easter and they're going overboard with the eggs and all of that and they don't lost focus of Christ and him resurrecting, it's a wonderful thing to celebrate Christ's resurrection on any day. I'm not going to throw Easter off the calendar because that day was originally whatever, whatever. What is your heart truly saying on Easter? If you're celebrating in the resurrection of Christ, which he had to have raised from the dead in order to, for us to be justified, you mean we can't, we can't celebrate on Easter? Some of y'all really need to think this stuff out. You children, you sound like children out here, some of y'all. We need to tighten up. You know, we're Israel, and the world begins to look at us, and they're going to look at us even more because this knowledge is becoming household information that African Americans is one of the lost tribes of Israel. And they're going to be coming to us, as the Scripture says, out of Zion going to flow this knowledge. And so we got to tighten up. Again, you can be in Babylon, doing business in Babylon. You're going to sound Babylonian in a lot of ways, but where is your heart? That's the question. going to take a little short break because you know I'm doing a show tonight by myself, Cecilia, yeah, my normal co-host is doing other things. Um, hopefully she ain't abandoned me. I don't know. But if she have, uh, uh, we'll just keep doing what we've been doing. If she haven't, maybe she'll be on next week and, and bless us with some of the good wisdom she have from the Most High. But anyway, I want y'all to hear, I want y'all to hear this, this song, um, no One Knows by Sinak. Y'all know I love that sister, the Nigerian singer. Uh, we're going to play this No One Knows. Listen to where's this song. i got to take a little break. First, i got to get something to drink, among other things. This has been a very rough night. This is probably my hardest show to do of all the shows. So believe me, the next few minutes I'm going to get everything i got because we are going to get some more information out uh, that you'll be blessed by. Again, you've been listening to Five Smooth Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth. And we're talking about the Gregorian New Year.
the rise another song till it's going down your faithfulness is sure your mercies ever new from the rise another song
Everybody set my feet on a rock to stay. Thank you,
you know, many of us just caught up in judging people, really. It's really a lot of us have a bad heart. Like just now she was saying, Jesus, Jesus. And uh, many of you know, billions of billions of people have called on that name, been set free under that name, have just conquered the world under that name. And you know it wasn't no fake, no foreign, nothing. You know it was a power, and many of you can't muster up half or a quarter of the power you've seen uh, others demonstrate with that name. You don't have it. You know you don't have it. You've never had it. You've never been that close as some some of your grandparents were. You know it. You know, it's like some of us playing games. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Again, it's the spirit. It's it's what's in the heart. It's what you mean in your heart when you say Jesus. You know, you can be saying the proper name. You can be calling him by the proper name. And your heart not right. And in that instance, you're not coming in his name. Coming in his name is not uh, or calling him uh, or the way you approach the Father. Coming in to do something in Christ's name means you are coming as him. It's like using a credit card. Well, you can't use that unless you have his character. And part of his character is calling on the one and true Elohim. I mean, really calling on him, not sounding proper. There's a lot of good-talking people in this world that know how to articulate, know how to say things, but y'all have to forgive me. Again, I'm rushing off to work here, and I'm trying to eat a bite here because of what happened. just threw off everything, I'm telling you. But I'm glad we got a chance to talk tonight because I think some of y'all are listening. Somebody I reached, and I want to—I want you to do my favor. I don't think—I I don't think I've asked this in a while. But if you're listening on the sound of my voice, and brother said make some sense, send me an email. Go ahead and email me at Seth dot m s e t h Seth dot m dot Turner at gmail dot com. Seth s e t h dot m dot Turner at gmail.com, and let me know what you think of what I'm sharing tonight, because it's truly, truly something been in my heart a long, long time. I'm going to have to show up in a little bit, but folks, listen, we've got to be very, very aware, very careful not to be judging people. You know, the Father's doing something. He's doing a lot of things, and one of the things he's doing with his people is resurrecting Israel. It's not the most important move. I know I talk about it a lot, a lot, a lot, as though it's the most important thing. It's not. It's just that I'm called to it. I believe I'm called to it. When you're called to do something, you're going to talk about it more than others. It don't mean you don't value other things in the scriptures. You just have a work to do, just like people that talk about health, health, health. My daughter is one. She is really up on health. She just thinks that's the most important thing, and probably very few other things is more important than your health. And in her mind, that's where she's at. You can't knock her. It's just where she's at. And she might be, for her, she's absolutely telling the truth. So, folks, listen. I talk about it because I know the Father's doing this. This little song say, don't let him catch you with your work undone. Keep on striving to the victory is won. 
happened to look up and see that song, I thought I would play that. So what what will he what will it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? That's what that song say. But listen, I have a calling to do what I'm doing. Some people are called to children's ministry. They're called to children. And you know that the Bible just don't talk about children. Some people call it to deal with finances. They don't understand nothing else, really. They feel like, well, everybody should be talking about finances. That's what their calling is. We're all called to bring people to Christ. But we all have different ministries and administrations. Brother Seth feel a calling to help resurrect the true house of Israel. I think black folks' biggest problem is not they need money, not they need help. Not the, they need to know who they are. If they know who they are, I guarantee you they're going to act like who they are. And if they act like who they are, I think it's going to help everybody. Now, remember, our forefathers knew who they were. And they rebelled and brought us to this place. So it's not enough just to know who you are. So I, it ain't, it's, it's not all I talk about. But I still believe if, if let me just say it another way, if once people know who they are, Along with what I also talk about, and that is repenting and returning to the Father and, and being obedient to the Father. Y'all know I talk about that a lot. I don't have to. I don't have to justify that. You know I talk about that. I just articulated a, a minute ago. Yes, I talk about who we are in the flesh, but I also talk about returning to the Most High, as I've done a trillion times. When you when you get that combination, that nation, that nation called Israel, is gonna resurrect. And it's happening as we speak. It's happening as we speak. Young people is not taking that okie doke no more from these pastors and churches. They are asking the hard questions. And so this show tonight was for them first, to the Jew first and foremost, to the Israelite first, and then to the world. So it's not just to the Jew and the Israelite, but it's to the world also. But it's just to the Jew and the Israelite first. And what I was trying to do within this little time frame I've had tonight is get us to see a little history of the January the 1st, New Year's, of January, uh, and, and Goddess Janus, Jan, Janus, and just some other history behind months and, and the weeks to let us see just how steep we are into this Babylonian society to get our brothers to understand they don't have it to where they can take out the white gloves or the big microscopes and throw people on the bus that are serving the creator from their heart, but on a wicked day. Because they're calling out days as well. They're calling out days as well, and they don't want anybody to throw them under the bus as being a worship of paganism. So the church has a lot of great things going on. And uh, we had better, some of us that knock in these churches, better leave these churches alone because they are truly the Lord's anointing, a lot of them. And uh, where they're operating in error, well, they're operating in error. They don't mean they're not a son or a daughter. They're just operating in error. They don't mean they're a goat. It don't mean that they're a wolf. It just means they are a brother or sister operating in error. You better treat them as a brother and sister, because there's a certain kind of curse that happens when you touch the Lord's anointed. And I believe a lot of these brothers and sisters in these churches are real. They're not wolves. They're not uh, wolves um, 
in y'all bear with me I'm trying to do 15 things at one time about to close this show up but listen be careful because the church you know this is the biggest in the so-called black community or in the african-american community or in the israelite community really more more politically uh, uh, uh correctly put there's power there is money uh, uh that's brought by the Israelites and the father cherish our money. He said, bring it to my storehouse. There is power in numbers. The, the scripture talks about there's been power in numbers to pray. There's power in prayer. When the Israelites called on their Elohim, on their God, that's something. And I'm trying to say that there is power in these churches. My goodness, I'm talking about the ones operating in error that may not be teaching that we Israel. They still have power because of who they are. We've got to be very careful treating them like devils because you see some paganism here and there in these churches. Do you have a church? If you go to organize and start up something, come back and talk to me then. Because it's not easy, it's not always easier said than done. I'm not trying to give them a pass for all this greed and a lot of these people that know the truth and won't teach the truth. That's that's rebellion right there. That's a whole other conversation. But there's some people that just don't know. And so we've got to just be more merciful and, and kind and just share with people and let the Father judge them and understand that we don't have... Uh, 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 we we don't we, we gotta get the mode out of our own eye, the beam out of our own eye. Talk about a mode in somebody else's eye, because again, we're in and out of paganism, and every single day, every time we say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every time we say the months, all of the months, we we're saying deities, great uh, old goddesses. We planted the white supremacy, not to mention other practices with, that we do that I talked about last week. Just straight out practices we do, just like Nike and wearing apparel that's been dedicated. I mean, come on, folks. Come on, folks. It's all about the heart. If I say that one more time, it's all about the heart. It's about the heart. It's about who we're calling on when we call on him. We can say Jesus. We can say Jesus. Of course we can say Jesus. It's ludicrous. Ludicrous. Some of y'all don't change the name. You don't you don't call him Jesus no more, but whatever you call him, you don't change that name too two or three times. You know, some of y'all saying Yahweh shall we learning. The most important thing is who are you calling on in your heart? Like I said last week, lots of people say Sid, Cedric. That ain't my name. My name is Seth. S E T H. Very few y'all very few people say it properly. They just came for some reason say Seth. They, and they can say Beth, but they can't say Seth. But I answer because I know the heart. They're looking at me. They, they, they hear, their their eyes is focused towards me when they call this name, when they utter. And I believe that's how the Father responds to us. And so does the evil spirits. And so does the spiritual world. And we better believe that and understand that when, we, oh, when we're in Babylon and we're saying August, we're just talking about a block of time, you know, that it's just that simple. Those of you in the chat room, sorry I wasn't able to get to you. I see you there, a bunch of chatting going on. I apologize, but I just, it's only me tonight, and I wasn't able to respond to y'all like y'all like. I uh, see a lot of things. I won't go into all of what you're saying because of time. sake. I've got to get out and go to work because uh, I work at night by choice. 
and um, it's just let, less headache. And so I'm running out the door now as we speak. But I do want to play a little bit more of Sinatra. And uh, as I say every week before I put on Sinatra, I love every single one of y'all. And there really ain't nothing you can do about it. It really, truly is nothing you can do about it. This song is called I Know Who I Am. I don't think I've played that maybe once or twice. But at the end of the day, you've got to know who you are and whose you are. And like I said, your natural identity or your fleshly identity is important, but it's not the most important. But you need both. You need both. To operate on this realm on the earth, you got to know your physical place. Is you're going to be a very confused person, and like I was. Uh, knowing who you are in Christ is 1,500 times more important. But there's going to be a lot of questions about this realm that you're not going to understand. Why we were brought to America, the Father's going to look partial, so... Anyway, I don't want to open up that barrel of worms. I talk about it way too much. Y'all already know where I'm going with that. So listen, again, I love every single one of y'all, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night. God bless you. Again, this is I Know Who I Am by Sanat, Nigerian praise and worship leader. If I can get it to play here, let's go. Here we go.
Every day, uh, 